Helicopter roundups of wild horses are controversial. They sparked protests last year and even resulted in Governor Jared Polis sending the Bureau of Land Management a letter requesting a more humane way to gather the horses. And while the helicopter roundups continued in other states throughout this year, the BLM had largely stopped its use of helicopter roundups in Colorado for the past year until the last week of August. That's when the agency announced it would carry out a number of new helicopter roundups throughout September, beginning in just four days on September 1st. Alan Bittner is the deputy state director of the Bureau of Land Management, and he says he understands why some people are upset, but helicopter roundups are not as bad as critics say they are. Well, related to helicopter or drive trap roundups, we feel they're one of the most safe and humane ways of gathering horses. Bittner says the BLM has tried other methods of rounding up horses, but they were even more dangerous for the horses and people. Years ago, we used to try to wrangle them, running out there with horses and trying to bring them in and things like that. And there were always more injuries from those types of things versus a helicopter roundup. So we think we've proven that helicopter roundups are a very safe and humane way of gathering horses. That's a joke. William E. Simpson is a wild horse ethologist and the CEO of the Wild Horse Fire Brigade, a nonprofit based in Oregon that rescues wild horse herds and relocates them into areas where they can mitigate fire risks. You know, what they say that, right? Because it listens good. Simpson says getting hundreds of horses to run for their lives for hours on end is not only inhumane for the horses, it's bad for everything on the landscape. They frighten all of the wildlife on the landscape. Small nesting birds get crushed, their eggs, small mammals, reptiles. In Nevada, the BLM is facing a lawsuit after 31 horses died this summer in a weeks-long helicopter roundup. According to witnesses, the first 11 deaths included five young foals and four horses with broken necks. Helicopters chased a stallion with a snapped rear leg for 35 minutes as it fled on three legs before euthanizing it. Last year in Colorado, 140 horses died of equine flu after being taken to a holding facility in Canyon City. And of course, during 2021, I don't know if you remember, there was a roundup in West Douglas in the herd. They took off 457 horses, 10 died in that helicopter roundup. Wild Horse Roundups began in the U.S. a couple of years after President Richard Nixon signed into law something called the Wild Horse and Bureau Protection Act of 1971. Before the law, wild horses were on the decline because of hunting and development. The law put the Bureau of Land Management in charge of making sure that the population of what they referred to as feral horses didn't get out of control. Cassandra M. V. Nunez is a wild horse researcher and assistant professor at the University of Memphis. She says publicly commenting on wild horses can be a scary thing to talk about as an academic. Yeah, it's a it's a very tricky subject. And actually, when I got your email too, I was kind of like, "What? You know, unless we talk about these things, there's no way to kind of address them and even get anywhere near fixing them." So, I thought, you know, whatever I can do to help. There is a debate about wild horses and where they fit into the North American ecosystem. Wild horse advocates and many academics argue that wild horses are native to North America. The BLM classifies horses as non-native, which makes them an invasive species. It's just so controversial, this idea thing that, you know, horses are completely invasive and this and that. And that's just not true. They evolved on this continent. 
Since 1971, when the BLM was put in charge of managing wild horses, the scientific story around horse evolution in North America has changed. Researchers have uncovered fossil records showing horses evolved in North America for tens of millions of years before the Ice Age, when they seem to have gone extinct. But the fact is, we don't know exactly why. It could have been climate. It could have been overhunting by humans. Likely, it had elements of both. Rarely in these things is it a this or that. It's more of a yes and. After they went extinct, fossil records show they returned to North America in the early 1500s. Back on the land where they once evolved to survive, they quickly began to spread. More evidence shows they made their way up through North America from Mexico and were traded along indigenous trading routes prior to the arrival of European settlers in the American West. Studies find that the horses of today are genetically very similar to those horses of the 1500s. So, you know, the fact is that bringing horses back here from Europe was definitely not like introducing rabbits to Australia. You know, it was bringing back an animal that evolved here that evolved in this ecosystem. Despite the new research, the legal language and policy around wild mustang herds in the U.S. has not evolved. Horses are still defined as non-native, and when they trespass onto land to graze, the BLM may treat them as a nuisance species. Union says by the BLM's definition of native, it's hard to defend the rationale for removing the wild horses from public lands, especially when they're putting livestock on those lands in place of the horses. Because of one of the reasons we said, you know, that like the horses, the species of the cattle is just something we're reason to eat. So, but again, I hesitate to, to damn the BLM or anything because I'm not in their shoes, right? Like I, and my understanding, like Congress tells folks to do things and then to just like figure it out. And, you know, here's not enough money to do. William Simpson of the Wild Horse Fire Brigade says not recognizing wild horses as native to North America has major political and economic impacts. And I'm thinking, well, look, these horses are probably endangered species now because there is under under 100,000 wild horses out there and we know they're native. They know they're native. Everybody knows they're native, but they don't want to say it because it if as soon as they say it, then they've got a whole new problem to deal with. Because now when you have under 100,000 endangered species, you know, that are native, then what do you do? Simpson says this non-native categorization isn't just bad for the horses, it's bad for the land and the ecosystem. 90% of the seeds horses eat come out and they, and they germinate and they're dumb. So they reseed, they fertilize the landscape, they, they put microbiome back into the soil. They, they're highly beneficial organisms on the landscape. The horses provide sustainable grazing for everything, sustainable food for everything. This is like, this, this is really, if it wasn't so tragic, it would almost be funny because it's so ridiculous for the BLM to even say this. As of September 9th, the Bureau of Land Management reported it had rounded up 122 wild horses, 57 stallions, 44 mares, and 21 foals from the West Douglas herd region, an area that is equivalent to about the size of Boulder and Denver counties combined. According to the American Wild Horse Campaign, nationwide about 60,000 wild horses are in federal holding. For KGNU, I'm Alexis Kenyon.